0: Welcome to the People and Performance Podcast, featuring guest experts from such global brands as NASA, Salesforce, the Milwaukee Bucks, Staples Professional, IBM, Mutual of America, Zero, and Simon Sinek Inc. The show offers expert insights into the strategic capabilities and behaviors needed to grow and sustain employee performance.
1: Hey, this is Chris Orling, president at Fidello and co-host of the People in Performance podcast series. In this episode of the podcast, we consider ways leaders can help inspire employees to perform at a higher level, the impact of AI on jobs, and we enter into the bite-size versus course-based learning debate. The guest today is Andre Hedstrom, founder and CEO at Sweet Rush, a company providing services to improve team culture and employee performance. Andre says Sweet Rush's focus on team culture and mastery of performance improvement is reflected in a near zero turnover of teammates, loyal clients, a 23 year track record of success, and a remarkable portfolio. We hope you enjoy this conversation Bill had with Andre. If you do, please show your support for the podcast by subscribing to the pod and sharing it with your colleagues.
2: Andre, welcome to the show today.
3: Thanks Bill, glad to be here.
2: I want to start today's conversation, Andre, with a with a quote that I found from you. I think it was on your LinkedIn profile somewhere. Uh, it goes as follows. I love to have conversations and create projects at the intersection of learning, skills, psychology, wisdom, traditions, art, climate solutions and tech. From this, I'm working with others to apply a living philosophy of being in service to life's potential. If you're working on life potential related projects or problems, I very much want to talk with you. That's a pretty admirable mission. In terms of one-on-one colleague relationships, though, in in, in that context, one-on-one relationships between managers and and, uh, their reports, perhaps, or uh, between peers at work, how can leaders play a role? So senior leadership, for, for the middle managers and, and, and the employees, how can the senior leaders help inspire employees to perform at a higher level?
3: Well, I think about it as um, the in-service of life potential is actually Sweet Rush's true north, but it's also my own true north. Um, and the way I think about that is, you know, there is the life that we can see in the individuals around us. and <clears throat> But as you and I know, um, and all, all people know, there's this potential underneath. Um, And that potential is born through our decisions and choices and actions. Um, So as leaders, we get to keep an awareness that 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 space of potential that is still yet to be born. And and we do that through very formal means in terms of setting organizational goals um, or even performance goals for an individual. But I think, you know, our craft's promise is to continue to look to understand what we can see in an individual, but also search and understand that potential that has yet been created. Um, We oftentimes are looking at that through a lens of, you know, what kind of suffering or what kind of abundance is going on around that intersection of decisions as that potential, you know, comes into reality in our organizations. So I think uh, for me, some of the spaces that I spend time studying in terms of psychology or wisdom traditions or meaning and purpose is essentially to get at a deeper understanding of what the people around me's potential looks like and what's important to them. And then to be a servant of that, you know, to serve that potential coming into the world, um, being finding its place in an organization and as a leader sharing the context and purpose and goals of my organization to help them understand what part of their potential is is called for in any given you know year, week, moment, uh, and decision.
2: I want to mix things up on this particular episode. Uh, we don't have a, a lot of bandwidth to it, so it. These are short episodes, of course, usually up to about 15 minutes. However, I want to cover a bunch of different things with you and um i and I, I want to talk about some of the some of the services that you guys offer some of the areas that you guys work in to to help make the world of work a better place for your clients uh, and those are e-learning custom learning culture and leader transformation staff augmentation is a term that you guys use mm-hmm. uh vr and emerging technologies too um and i'm going to mix things up and uh uh, I've got little questions for each. Some of them I'm going to get you to answer in 60 seconds or less. So we okay. so we jump around and and mix up the pace. <laughs> you'll be you'll be grand. You'll be grand. Right. Uh, okay, let let's start with e-learning. Given that the the focus of this particular season of the People in Performance podcast is learning and development, uh, you can have up to two minutes for this one. Um, right. <laughs> where, where do you stand on bite size versus course-based learning uh we we talked to a lot of folks on the people and performance podcast i also talked to plenty of plenty of uh, folks on the hr chat show about the the benefits for, of bite-sized learning and how it's kind of uh kicking ass in many areas these days so sure. what, what's what, what's your take yeah,
3: I mean at Sweet Rush we take a, <clears throat> we take a learner centered uh, design approach. So we're really focused on what the learner needs to develop skills and awareness and um, and, and make better decisions. So really, whether it's bite size or a full um, certification curriculum, we're searching for what it is that they need. Um, I think bite size. There's plenty of great use cases for it. We do it quite often. Um, we want to find the spots um, that are most uh, and, and the and the tools that are most useful to the learner. Um, and so, you know, we we ha- our bias is specifically just to make sure it's the right size for the learner. Um, <clears throat> it, it's certainly very um, efficient, um, and and a lot of uh, roles really demand that kind of efficiency. But we think that there's also uh, a good a good use case for larger curriculum and more immersive learning experiences
2: okay very good very good thank you um next uh let's talk a little bit about custom learning um you you, you were just mentioning there that you do try and take more of a bespoke approach and look at the individual needs of, uh, of client companies or indeed individuals uh, let's continue that through uh, can you share a use case that you're particularly proud of?
3: I'd say one of the most interesting use cases for custom learning has been with our partners at Coursera, working with corporate clients such as Google or Meta to develop uh, certificates in specific skill areas. Um, This is an initiative that is really looking to connect labor directly to organizations in skill areas that they have deficits in. So it's, you know, a fast pass to a good job with a you know a world-class organization and um so we're really proud about that in general custom learning i'd say one of the most important thing for other leaders to note is that custom learning has you know come out of a place of more tactical rel- relevance where you're looking to deal with safety or sexual harassment or some sort of um, uh, risk avoidant uh, use of of custom learning in uh, large organizations that have a very contextual important context to educate in but as learning and development has continued and custom learning in particular um, has evolved it's being used more and more strategically to be seen as when you are refining your purpose of your organization or setting goals that L&D can contribute um, through uh, people and technology to keep pace with those goals. And in fact, learning is, is I believe, the primary uh, tool for change and accomplishing those, um, those goals within an organization. So custom learning really fine tunes the organization's understanding of its people and uses the science of learning and technology to support those individuals to show up, make the right decisions, and have the right skills at the right time to enable the goals to be accomplished.
0: The People and Performance Podcast, supported by Fidelo, Inc., is dedicated to offering tips and expert insights into the strategic capabilities and behaviors needed to establish, grow, and measure the performance of employees. If you enjoy the show, why not subscribe and give us five stars through your favorite podcast app.
2: Okay, I'm going to be absolutely outrageous now, and uh, and <laughs> to challenge you to answer 60 seconds or less when it comes to culture and leader transformation. André? In 60 seconds or less, where where, where does one start? And before you begin your answer, of course, I'm I'm talking about how you guys go about assessing what those needs look like and then uh, having conversations with whomever and then building out programs. In 60 seconds or less, go.
3: Sure. Yeah. We partner with the Barrett Value Center to better understand and assess uh, the culture, uh, what sorts of areas need uh, work and what sorts of areas are aligned or misaligned with their um, individual uh, team members and leaders, and then um, help them set goals to, um, you know, with, with that awareness and assessment. Um, to move their organizations to a more vital culture uh, that's contributing to the lives of their people and customers
2: very good very good Uh, okay so you use uh, a term staff augmentation uh, Mm -hmm. on your website Uh, so they were talking about contingent staff temporary staff if you like Um, what's your take on um, the the meld these days you've got a medium to large size organization a well-resourced medium to large size organization say um how much should they be leaning on contingent uh, versus gig workers or perhaps is it is it a, a mixture of both plus of course their their salaried staff I
3: think a a um, well-positioned medium to larger organization should have a blend of internal teams who really understand and can work on uh, internal projects, Um, good vendor relationships with folks who can take on uh, their custom problems, and I think the staff augmentation is a really important way to bridge those gaps and fill in those gaps. Uh, Within most organizations, the L&D Demand rises and falls, so it can be a really great way to um, bolster your internal team. Um, So, you know, essentially it was born, our our staff augmentation was born out of client need, um, them continuously asking us, hey, we just need one instructional designer for six months or a project manager for three, things like that. So our our service was born out of client demand, and and we see that actually growing. Um, the, The final thing I'll say is there aren't enough of us to go around uh, and speaking with a a large uh, skills AI company um, that we've partnered with. Um, They said, you know, if they had a a thousand sweet rushes, there wouldn't be enough to reskill people through all the changes that are coming around. So um, having, having that additional layer of service to support organizations we think is important.
2: Okay, very good, very good. Uh, We are running out of time. So I'm going to jump straight to the two questions that we ask of all of our guests on this show. Okay. Uh, (laughs) And uh, don't worry if you want to repeat yourself a little bit, that's okay. We always ask these questions of our guests and then we cut them up and we use them in special ways elsewhere. Uh, So, first is in one minute or less, Andre, uh, can you share one piece of advice or some direction that you were given by a mentor, a leader, or a colleague that inspired you? to perform at a higher level in your career?
3: Well, I'm gonna cite someone who I don't personally know but who i've studied extensively and and have gained a lot from and that's the mythologist joseph campbell Um, when he was asked at the end of his life um what you know after studying myths of the human culture uh for as many years as he did you know what what's life all about and he said follow your bliss um i do believe that that um is that you know it's a nice catchphrase But when you really tune into what makes you happy, um, you're usually tuning in as a healthy person to your best use in the world and um, where the world makes you um, feel valued and honored and where you honor the world um, by providing your specific, unique um, skills and attitude. So I think, you know, trusting yourself and following your bliss will lead you into the work that's most meaningful to you and the best set of relationships that you can have.
2: I'm having fun challenging you to answer in 60 seconds. Yeah, I'm or sorry. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to do it one more time. I'm going to do it one more time okay. today. You're like, what? Come yep. on, Bill. Uh, but I do know you've also got a hard stop. So um, one more time. In 60 seconds or less, here's the other question that we ask of folks. We usually give them more time, but um, we've got a fast-paced episode today. It's fun. Uh, from a culture and people processes perspective, Andre, what does a high-performing company mean to you?
3: A high-performing company means that every individual's potential is being served and awakened in the context of what the organization is trying
2: to accomplish. He's a wordsmith, ladies and gentlemen, an absolute wordsmith. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Before we wrap up, Andre, how can our listeners connect with you? So any socials that you want to mention, email, et cetera. And of course, how can they learn more about Sweet Rush?
3: Sure, yeah, sweetrush.com. Um, we're on all the social media platforms. LinkedIn is a good one. Um, we're pretty active there. Um, reach out to me individually uh, through LinkedIn is great, or or my email. Um, yeah, I, I love to have good conversations with other folks who are working on, you know, the potentials in the world and um, supporting their teams.
2: Excellent. Well, that just leaves me to say for today, Andre Headstrom, thank you very much for being
0: our guest on the People and Performance Podcast.
3: Thanks for having me, Bill.
0: Thank you for listening to the People and Performance Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please remember to like, comment and subscribe.